Hello guys, welcome to Run Planet. Um, I got a little bit more time again. I'm going to record another podcast. And what we're going to talk about in today's episode, uh, and again, the question that I've been asked, that's why I wanted to get it out there, is the idea of do your heart rate um, effort or you know numbers need to align with uh, paces. And I don't know how to put it this way, but you definitely, you know, have to know if you're running easy, if you're running very easy, are you running moderate? Are you running harder? Are you running very hard? Like, these are all big range of numbers or just things that we say, right? But in reality, and I've always said it this way, and the truth reason, you know, why sometimes some people don't want to run with the heart rate monitor is because it will reveal the truth that they don't want to see and this might be like you know some of you might just don't like that that I said that but you know I was talking to my wife one day and I was asking her I was like I was like but why would you not want to know like like where you are I mean wouldn't that wouldn't you be lying to yourself if you actually told yourself that you're running easy but you know in reality you're I mean you're running like let's say you ran um, fast easy but in reality you know maybe it was a moderate run but you keep telling that's an easy run if you don't have the data to back up right for yourself as far as I'm concerned how do you know if it's easy like and here we are talking like from effort zone from the heart rates and we're specifically talking from understanding this and having some sort of a backup whether it's like you know lactate levels or heart rate you know obviously lactate levels is even more accurate than heart rate but you know it can get more expensive versus heart rate is a very good indicator of the effort that you're running provided provided that everything else is normal meaning like it's not 100 degrees outside you're even if it is hot, you're acclimatated to the weather. Uh, you know, you're not dehydrated like crazy. You know, you're not. Uh, you know, these are all important things. But at the end of the day, remember, it's just a way of knowing how hard are you working. That's all. It's like, and I'm gonna tell you that what the real thing is is, I, I, and this I always give you guys examples, right? And, Maybe they're stupid or something, but I don't know. I find them normal. But it's like I'm driving a car right now, right? Technically, I could really still do a really good job kind of feeling out. this. Okay, I'm looking at the speed limit right now. I see on one sign and it's 35. And I can kind of just put my my um, gas pedal without looking at my speedometer. And I can come pretty close. But to be honest with you, if I don't look, I'm actually five or six miles over the speed limit, okay? Of course, I'm not gonna get pulled over here because there's no police and nobody pulls over people by going six or seven miles an hour. But in running, you know, you need to know exactly how hard you're working and you need to not know, not go over certain zones on certain days. And you really need to understand what it means to run easy, very easy, moderate, higher easy, 
there's just so many zones that you know I'm and I'm not complicating things but just like you should have a backup for each of your zones you should know how they feel uh, you should know you know why you're running at this heart rate what are the benefits and I think a lot of times what people realize is that running is a lot more fun and you can do a lot more running if you can even become better at each lower heart rate right look a lot of my runs are at 65 to 70 percent heart rate and you know they're not they're not that slow either you know anywhere from 730 to you know to 630 pace and you know that's that's my heart rate in those zones is always in those zones and i know that that's the effort that i need to to keep you know improving each year and to keep getting better or to stay even where i'm at at this level at my age so you know i'm not the reason why i always wear heart rate and i i can tell you that in 2016 17 i went through some bad patches where i was working a lot of jobs i was not consistent in training and and i still wear heart rate and, and the numbers i was seeing was not very happy but I still wear them and I had the data so that way I would train properly you know by having um, a heart rate monitor and, and by executing like an easy run to the perfection there comes a satisfaction and 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 look I don't even honestly I wear heart rate monitor but a lot of times I never look at it during my run so if you're one of those people that are always looking at your heart rate monitor like every two seconds you don't really need to do that you know so it's not like because you once you know which zone you're in once you know you can occasionally glance at it and that's fine you know it's like it's but it's not like it's gonna change unless there's huge hills and things like that it's pretty much just stays within you know five beats and you got that's why i always say hey today you gotta stay in this range you gotta do this range and that's all you have to do guys you just have to maintain in those ranges and once you're once you're in those ranges, you know, that's, that's basically all you're doing. You're just staying there and you're just, you know, you're locked in, you're enjoying the run, you're looking at the scenery, you're looking at things and you're not worried about anything else. You really are not. You're just, you know, you know that if you spend 60 minutes at your zone one, you know, basically your coach says, hey, hey, I want this to be between 65 and 70% for 60 minutes, stay in that zone and enjoy the run and it's such a nice thing you get out there you put your heart rate in that zone you enjoy the run and it's very satisfying seeing that heart rate get better every month every you know few years and whatever as, as more if you stick to the program for a long time you really start to see wonders you know like basically you know you know you get to run good at 120 at 130 at 140 at 150 at 160 at 170 you get to get all these numbers and you really start to understand that like hey maybe i've been running way too fast all the time because let me tell you one of the hardest things for me and this is until i started coaching myself after college was just running so hard in college i mean so hard just like honestly like because we had to because we had no choice you know we were told you gotta run harder or go home it just never works it never worked it took like the fun out of it like i've never lost fun when i'm training by heart rate i've never lost fun because i'm training at right intensities 
and I'm and I and I'm enjoying it because I know that if, if you align, if you understand the process of stress, recovery equals growth, then you'll know that. You know that if you did a workout yesterday, you know, think of as of like a sandwich. If yesterday was the meat, right? Whatever you got in your sandwich, you might not even like meat. Then today's got you gotta protect that meat with an easy day, you know, like like a bun or like a hamburger. You gotta, you know, easy before, easy after. You know, a lot of times people are not running easy. And I think there's a misconception of what really easy is. Or maybe you you practice so much running like maybe even moderate that you that you don't even know that it's like maybe you even think it's easy but it's if it if you don't have the data if you physically cannot like look you know either take your lactate or you know look at like your heart rate data then how do you really know if you're running how do you really know if you are running easy or moderate because you could actually be running at moderate pace every day without and thinking that you're running easy and that's the one of the biggest traps there is out there and i've learned really over time that after i first started you know practicing this running slow after college a lot of running slow in order to get better I, I, I first, you know, I, I was like a little bit skeptical myself. I was just like, how is this going to make me better? And honestly, it, it was a, it was like the best thing I ever did, you know. And when I put that heart rate on and I start realizing that, hey, you know, this is the pace that I need to do it. And I need to do it until I, you know, get to the point where I can run faster. But only if I have the data backing up that, hey, yes. Your lactate is low, your heart rate is low, you're good to go, this is the pace, you know? And that's how you get better. Train in running is not like football. It's not like hockey or whatever, go hard or go home. It's not like that. It's more of like, it's science involved. You know, why do you think Imbrixtons get better and better every year? They're not training the hardest of the all people, I'll tell you that much. But one thing for sure, they're training the smartest. They're no, what how to approach the thing they know that not every day they know that that most of the running that you do should be easy in fact 80 percent of the running that i do is you know from 65 to 75 percent in my week always right but it's how you do the other 20 percent but if you start creeping up in that middle zone too much and you're and you're not really you don't that means you lose the first zone and you can't really hit really good workouts because you're always in that middle you know you don't need to always be on a faster end of easy you can you know for me it's such a big difference i because if even if i went by heart rate yeah at 75 percent, which is considered easy i can still run six flat pace but i'm not gonna run six flat pace every day because mechanically i don't find or mentally that you know that even though my for my heart it's easy, I don't find that I would fully recover. I would I I sometimes know that I recover best between 65 and 67 percent, 68 for truly recovery days. That's where I know, and I know that sometimes the day before my main workouts I can go up to 75 percent if I want to have to, so that I feel 
better the next following day for my main workout. And I also know that when I go for my workouts that, hey, you know, if I have to stay 30 minutes at 165 to 170 zone, I also know that I can do that, right? And this is things that I talk about being very precise of achieving your goals and knowing exactly what is it that you're trying to achieve, you know, like every run should have a purpose. Don't be one of those people that just get stuck into this mentality of going hard or pushing it fast all the time or just making like, you know, like everything is pace, pace, pace. I honestly never seen anybody, even I ask my wife sometimes, you know, like, do you enjoy more training by heart rate or just by pace? She said, I don't know if I would, I, I really enjoy by heart rate because, you know, it, it, it makes running enjoyable and, and you can still run fast, but but from different way of thinking, you know, like, like knowing that you're working with your body, with your heart, and, and really just getting the best possible outcome. Remember, in training, it's all about like, hey, let's hit the sweet spot, but let's finish all training where we still feel great and fresh, and let's save the best for the, for the race days, you know? And that's what I always tell people. It's like, you know, save it all for your taper races for your best races you know like yes in training there are okay occasionally one or two workouts that are pretty challenging in the season but they're not like all out okay and and most workouts are not even close near out most workouts are like 80 to you know 85 percent with an occasional 90 to 95 percent like you know the bigger ones you know and we don't have many of those maybe one or two in a build-up it's just something that gives us true confidence and then, of course, there are like some tune-up races and things like that. But honestly, majority of the training should be spent, guys, in your easy zone, training easy. And the best way, as I've told people, is, is, is and I have this chart, you know, um, is to know your 100, you know, once you know the 100% of your maximum heart rate and you know it for sure within one or two beats, then it's quite simple to know exactly uh, where you need to be. And look, if you're not able to, and, I, and a lot of times I repeat the same thing, but I repeat it because it's important. Uh, if you're not able to be at six, you know, if you're not able to run easy at 70, 75% yet, yeah, if you're not there yet, then, then you need to become better at that heart rate. You know, because if you can't run at those heart rates, you definitely cannot run at 60 at 65. You know, you want to get to the point where, where, you know, your legs and your heart rate match each other. Okay. And I always tell people, once we get the heart and then we get the legs and body and heart matches together and that takes time, that's when you're going to become so much better runner. Because it's not like, I'll give you an example. It's not like my wife became faster every year right she became more economical because of her you know working out at certain heart rates and that's how she got faster not from running faster but from running you know at the right training zones all the time and sticking and pushing that heart rate lower and lower right and what happens is that now all of a sudden her lactate levels reduce and, and she's able to run faster for longer with less energy, right? With using less carbohydrates 
and her lactate levels are lower because of the training aspect. So it's not that like, you know, sometimes I ask, well, what's harder? Well, you know, to, to run, uh, it's much harder to run a fast marathon where you're out of shape. It's much harder to run it when you're not in good training. When you're in really good shape, it actually quite feels pretty doable. Just because, you know, you've trained hard, you've gotten your body used to it, and it's not anymore a problem to go fast in the race because you've now practiced that, you know, going fast and you've gotten your lactate levels and heart rate matching up the effort that you're producing to go out there, right? These things that we did in college, let me tell you, I, I don't even know how many world records I could have set up. I mean, it's like a joke. Of course, I didn't set world records, but I ran so fast in college. Some of the workouts that we were made to do, you know, we basically they were like glorified races. And our coach was obsessed. Everywhere that I go, the coaches were obsessed about like running fast in practice every day. And it's just, it just honestly, it took the joy out of myself took the joy out of running by the end by the time I was done with college I hated running and then during during college I hated it I hated everything about it because it was just like everywhere I went everybody wanted me to run hard all the time and nobody understood the principles of running you know until I kind of I got so sick of it I bought like you know at the time like five or six good books you know and I really started to study, you know, study science, study understanding. And then I came across, you know, Lydiard and all of that and bass and all of that and heart rate. And then I started training, you know, by heart rate and all of that. Then I bought many more books about that. Then I started implementing my own training programs and things like that. I tested things out and, you know, I got really curious. You know, I, I met a lot of Olympians. I about We talked about like heart rate training. I've met people... Um, the one, the the, um, the coach of um, the Latvian lady that won New York Marathon twice, you know, like I, I started understanding the basic principles of, you know, that heart rate training is very important and a lot of professional runners in Europe use it. You know, it's, it's, it's something that I have told you guys before that it's like, it's a European, I'm not going to say it's a European thing, but a lot of people in Europe are more precise terms of hey we're gonna use heart rate we're gonna know exactly what we're doing we're gonna use lactate there is no like second guessing you know if you're gonna like do all these things you might as well do it right and that's where I started developing this habit of heart rate training and executing different things and practicing you know I knew that like also that in order for me to become fast I first have to slow down and that's the hardest thing right the hardest thing is like you, you want to become faster and then somebody, you know, you think that somebody like me or somebody is going to come to you and tell you like, okay, I'm going to run harder. You're going to have to handle more pain. It's not what I would do. You know, I, I would actually look at the training that you've done and I would look at your, you know, what you've achieved and I pretty much say, hey, well, we got to slow down the pace. We got to become good at uh, lower zones, you know, before we can start dreaming of being, uh, you know, fast at faster zones because what's the whole point is, if you cannot, if your lactate builds up too quickly and you don't have much range to run fast in the easy zones, you're not going to be able to handle the pain in, in the higher zones. Your lactate levels is going to build up quick and your race is going to be over fast. So these are the things that I always tell people. I said like before you can get faster, you've got to slow down if you need to.
if the data and the heart rate monitor in you know all the numbers that you have if it's telling you that you're not a good fat burner right that you're using mostly carbohydrates for all your easy days and all your runs you are not going to be very successful in this sport until you improve that you know you have got to become very good at easy running and that's the biggest message I tell people and you got to have a data to back it up that you actually are running easy okay and sometimes um, guessing is not good enough and and certainly if you don't have like the full understanding of the whole process then you cannot really fully guess you know you have to have um, a better understanding guys and that's it you have to have data and once you have it you know so many of my uh, clients now have coros and coros um, and, 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 and a whatever Garmin monitor whatever and it's so much easier for me as a coach to be able to log in and see their information and look and follow like hey you know this is what we're doing this is what we need to do this is it just it, it's a it's a synchronized coaching it's, it's, it's nice because I can now see what is going on inside your body. I can now see, are you running easy as we discussed? Are you really doing what we were supposed to do? And, and you know, things like that, guys. So remember, um, that's what we want to be doing. Uh, we always want to, to make sure that we are uh, training in a good way but we are also making sure that we have a good plan and that we're following the plan i don't want you to think that running is so brutal i don't want you to be always running hard i really want you to get the concept of you know enjoying running easy and seeing all the benefits that it brings and i'm not saying that the easy running is the one that's actually going to specifically get you faster no easy running is going to allow you you know to recover so much better and to be able to handle so much better faster running because you've done the easy and recovery days you're gonna be um, refreshed and excited to go train hard a lot of times if you don't you know if you run moderate all the time without um, knowing that you're you know then you then you really um, are not able to understand and be excited to run um, faster in your workout days and things like that because you're always dreading it you're always more like got these injuries and you're not excited sometimes your body is just like and you feel like running becomes a chore because it's the number one reason is it's because you don't have the big variety in training you don't have like the really slow recovery runs you don't have the 70 percent 75 you know all of yours is like just either kind of like moderate or hard you don't have and then you you really violate the principles of 80 20 or the principles of like that most of the running should be easy and I can imagine that you might start to doubt yourself and think that maybe you're not good enough or that you're not mentally strong enough because it's so hard. But what you're really doing is you're do, you are not helping yourself because, you know, you have to lose the ego. You have to accept the numbers, where they are and where you want to go. Remember, you don't want to get yourself in debt. 
And by running moderately and hard all the time and not being good in the easy zone and not buying, not taking time to improve your easy zone every year and every, you know, take weeks, months or years, whatever, you're never going to see the big, um, you know, the big goals that you're possible, that you can, you can achieve. You're not going to see it because you're not taking time to develop the, the foundation, the basics, the start of it. You know, 80% of it, you know, you, and look, and it, it's such a joyful process of running easy. And it, and remember, you're only going to get faster with better heart rate, with the same heart rate if your training is working. So you might be slow for like first two, three months, but guess that one day is going to happen. You're just going to go and find yourself that, hey, now I'm faster with the same heart rate. And then you just keep applying that pressure, keep training consistency. And the next thing you know, maybe year or two years down the line, you're gonna look at the data and you're gonna be like, wow, I'm a minute faster now with the same heart rate. And it's all gonna click. But if you give up now, if you don't have that data and you keep doing what you're doing and you're not improving, you know, two years go by and you're gonna be still going up and down in cycles, trying different things and 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 the biggest, and, and no reason to do that. And I'm gonna tell you like, the most important thing you should have done is what I've told you in this episode is, you know, slow down your easy days, get good at lower heart rates, you know, spend time in the foundation phase, you know, there's a podcast about that. And then, you know, and then start looking for those, you know, magical workouts, good, good or higher heart rate workouts, because we're going to need it all. But without foundation, guys, and without being able to run easy, you know, even if that means walking at first, you're never, you know... I hate to use word never, but more or like more likely you're not going to achieve your best version of yourself. You're just not because you you always going to get injured or you're going to be losing motivation because you're training too hard and you're just going to be frustrated a lot of times, right? That's what happened to me a lot in college. I dropped out of races. I was always inconsistent and I used to think that it's me. You know, that it's maybe I'm weak or something, but it was never that. It was just like we never trained properly. There was no understanding of how to train properly for endurance training. It was just like whatever coach coach told us to run hard. And, and then when he told us to run easy, you know, a bunch of 18, 19 year olds tell them to run easy. And, and the next thing you know, it's a race. You know, there was no controlling. I like controlling in training, control the training so that you can control the race. If you don't control the training, guys, you're not going to control the race. The race is going to control you, okay? So I think that's going to be the topic of this podcast. Control the training so that you can control the race, okay? And have the data, accept where you are. And I'm saying all of this, like, not in like, like, I'm not criticizing anybody, you know, but I'm trying to be like, you know, help people so I'm just saying look I've been there before we've all been there before my wife has been there before I've been before my many of my clients have been there before if you're in a spot that you know if you know that you're not in a spot that you want and you know what you need to do then simply just do it is it fun perhaps not not everything has to be fun at first you're gonna be going through a lot of things but you're gonna achieve things at the end but take time to build take time to establish and you guys will be 
the best versions of yourself. I've always said this. Great things, you know, good things take time and greater take even longer. So if you're not patient in this sport, then, you know, I don't know what else to tell you. But I can tell you one thing for sure, that patience is extremely important. You know, take time. Build those easy zones. Know your numbers. Calculate your numbers. And then execute the plan. Know when to push up, when to push down, you know. If you're serious about, you know, wanting to find out how good you can be, you know. And it doesn't matter what level you're in. As long as you understand. And look, if you go through the whole training, you're going to look back for one or two years. And you're going to realize, oh my goodness, I was doing it wrong the whole time. That's what I got when I went into my own training. And I realized like. Oh my goodness, I'm I'm not even training as hard as I used to in college, but I'm like twice as fast. And that's when it all clicked for me. One of the fine days where I went back to my college and I ran unattached and I beat everybody even on my team without ever even doing a speed workout. While everybody on a, on a team was just doing intervals, 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 you know. And I was just running eight minute pace a lot of times. You know, I was building my aerobic system. And when I went into a race, I could do things that I could never do in college. So, look, you're never going to go wrong with running a lot of easy miles. And as long as you can structurally handle it, you got to find out what your number is. You know, how many miles can you handle? You got to execute the plan. If if, if at first you have to run at 75 to, you know, 77% on a higher end of easy, because your heart rate is not developed yet, then that's what you do. And then you're going to get better and better. And then you can bring the heart rate back to 75, to 73, to 70. And all the way back to 65 when you really get really good. And then you can run a lot more in that zone. And you're going to become stronger because you're going to be able to do more mileage. You're going to be able to be you know, more uh, resilient in your bones, in your tendons. And then that's what's going to help you to go and do the workout days, right? Because sometimes we have to do the training, guys, because not everybody can handle the workout days. And not everybody should be doing two to three workouts a week or three workouts per 10 days. You know, this is a privilege. You know, you got to make sure you have a good foundation. You got to make sure that sometimes maybe you don't even, you know, maybe you, you just need to learn how to be able to run normally easy with good heart rate before we start heading into big workouts, bigger, you know, like the actual workouts that are going to help you to, you know, familiarize race pace. So everybody's at a different stage, at a different point. So that's what I want you guys to confirm with yourself accept where you are and then you can go forward and then you can move and be better thank you so much i hope that you know uh, i've helped you in this episode um i was asked to speak about this so people that wanted to hear this information um look um it's all gonna benefit you and maybe you don't even know that you're running in that moderate zone as much as you are you know if you don't have the data to back it up more likely if it feels harder than it is, if you don't feel recovered, if your resting heart rate's not great every day, if you you know if you if you maybe you're not motivated every day, maybe you're running too fast. So the only reason, the only way to find out is is to have some kind of a data to, to confirm if you're right or wrong. All right, thank you guys. Have a wonderful day.